Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we will be discussing season two, episode three, titled Hot Off the Griddle. In this episode, the Catwoman returns to steal a bunch of cat-related items because cat, and Batman and Robin have to stop her. Jesus Christ, this episode is so much better than the last two. It's night and frickin' day. This episode is actually watchable and fun, which is more than I could say for any second of that Archer arc. God damn. So, this episode opens, and Catwoman, like I said, is stealing a bunch of cat-related items. She stole a cat-a-log. She stole some mittens from a dude who's literally named Kitten. Uh, She stole another cat-related object that I forget what it was. And the police immediately are like, well, it's obviously Catwoman. We can't handle this. We can't handle Catwoman stealing some random cat-related items. Let's call Batman and Robin because we hate ourselves. Uh, So the bat phone rings. Bruce and Dick are doing some astronomy stuff. Uh, Alfred comes in and is like, hey, bat phone. And then they, they spring into action. <laughs> uh, so they have their meeting with Commissioner Gordon, blah, 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 blah. They say something about a canary. Would have been amazing if they just randomly introduced Black Canary, but they're not going to. <laughs> it's something else to do with the canary. That is totally separate from any comics lore. Did Black Canary exist in the 60s? I'm assuming she did. But I'm not sure, actually. I should look that up later. Actually, you know what? I'll look it up now. I'll cut out this bit where I'm looking it up. Yeah, Black Canary first appeared in Flash Comics number 86, August 1947. So, she definitely existed in the 60s. Anyway, point is, if they introduced Black Canary here, oops, it would be, (laughs) I dropped my phone with more force than I uh, initially intended. It would have been more interesting than uh, whatever the hell they're doing up until now, but whatever. Uh (laughs) So, they're going to set a trap for Catwoman by saying there's a canary on the whatever floor of the museum that she should steal. Uh, Batman calls a gossip columnist at the Gotham City Times, and it's like, hey, could you put in a little blurb 
hear about the canary thing? And then he's like, yeah, sure, I'll definitely do that. I'm definitely not working for the Catwoman at all. Okay, bye. And then he hangs up on Batman, immediately calls Catwoman. He's working for Catwoman. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> so anyway, Catwoman knows about this trap they're setting. Uh, Batman and Robin are setting the trap. Uh, they do a whole Boy Scouts of America PSA where they're like, Boy Scout motto, be prepared. Uh, they're being prepared because that's the... That's the that's the the, 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 the the that's the thing they're trying to push this episode, I guess. So, go to the museum. They hide out. They wait for a soul cat burglar. That cat burglar comes. They jump out at him. The cat burglar's like, "It's not fair. Two against one. You are." Amazing, experienced crime fighters. I'm just one lonely guy who's trying to make it in this world. And Batman and Robin are like, Ugh, Jesus, this guy. We wanted Catwoman. Why Why are you? Who are you in all this? Why do we care? And the guy's like, If you look behind you, Catwoman's there. And Robin's like, yeah, we're not falling for that. But Catwoman actually is behind them. And then uh, a fight breaks out between Batman and Robin and uh, the Catwoman's henchmen. Uh, boom, bam, pow, zap, oof. All the words. It's a whole thing. And then Catwoman's like, yeah, we're losing, so I'm gonna stop this fight. I'm gonna hit you with cat darts full of catatonia which uh will paralyze you for a minute or two and then we'll throw you out a window so she does that they throw him out the window and they're saved by a random fishnet turns out batman and robin had fishnets installed below the windows just in case catwoman or one of her henchmen tried to escape via the window. I find it hard to believe that no one noticed that beforehand. But whatever. <laughs> They're randomly saved uh, by some stupid fishnet somewhere. And Catwoman, bleh, Catwoman and most of her henchmen get away. But they manage to capture one... And he's like, you could do all you want to me. I'll never talk. But then Chief O'Hara just raises his hand a bit to slap him. And he's like, oh, I'll talk. I'll talk. Please don't slap me. And then he blabs about, oh, I, I hear rock and roll music anytime I go to Catwoman's lair and cats and all the, all the stuff. Cat-related things and rock things. Man, but I don't know the location. Clearly. So. They kind of just stall there. Then uh, at Wayne Manor, Aunt Harriet's dancing a new dance called 
the cat to see. Which Bruce and Dick are like, ugh, what are you doing? And Aunt Harriet's like, it's the cat to see. It's the new dance craze. Taking over Gotham. It started at this rock and roll place. The Pink Sandbox. You should go there because Catwoman's probably there. That sounds a lot like what the dude described. Uh, (laughs) So that was incredibly lucky on the part of the dynamic duo. They're very, very lucky that Aunt Harriet's dumb and will take up horrible new dance craces like the Cat Tusi. (laughs) So they go to the pink sandbox. Uh, They sit down to order food and stake out the place. But then the tables are turned. Literally, Catwoman turns their table into this one room where Catwoman's observing from above. She's flirting with Batman for a bit. And then she activates a ultra pot floor underneath their feet. So the floor is now hot. They're doing that dancing thing. Where they're trying to remove their feet from the floor. And it's just like one after the other. Like, ah, 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 ah. You know what I'm talking about? They're doing that ridiculous thing. Uh, They see a water pipe. But the water pipe is filled with catatonia. So, instead of water cooling down the floor, they're paralyzed. And I feel like this probably could have been the cliffhanger. But instead, they remove them from the hot floor that could easily kill them. And we get the actual cliffhanger, which is which is significantly more complex. So Batman and Robin are strapped to giant griddles on the roof under magnifying glasses. Under gigantic magnifying glasses. And basically, uh, Catwoman's gonna use the, uh, the power of the sun to burn Batman and Robin alive, basically. I feel like just leaving them paralyzed on the hot floor would have sufficed. You really didn't need to do that. You really didn't need this extra cliffhanger. But whatever. Uh, Batman and Robin are going to be burned alive. And that's where it ends. Tune in next time. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Uh, So yeah. Better episode than, (laughs) than the last two. By... Far. I actually enjoyed this one. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how this concludes tomorrow. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Uh, you can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Uh, Feel free to call in 
as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 4. Talk to you then.